Ahmed Sharif and welcome to another episode of The Lead. The Lead from Deccan Herald podcast brings you voices from across the spectrum in various spheres of life. The COVID-19 situation grows grim by the day. By practicing safety measures and being informed can help. Today we have with us DA journalist Suraksha P to answer some pressing questions about the state of the pandemic in Bengaluru. Welcome to DA's podcast Suraksha. Thanks Anna. Yeah. So my first question is um, Bengaluru seemed to be in a safe zone and then there was a sudden increase in cases. What led to this? So uh, the Bangalore civic body says that the lifting of the lockdown led to the surge. If we look at the numbers under lockdown 4.0 Uh, as on uh, May 31st, there were a mere 358 cases in the city. Now, a month later, during Unlock 1.0, there were 4,555 cases. That's an exponential rise of, you know, 4,197 cases. Mm-hmm. Now, during Unlock 2.0, just 15 days later, on July 14th, we were at 20,969 cases, and on July 15, just a day later, we were at 22,944 cases. So as curbs were lifted, busy marketplaces, shopping areas, and commercial areas were you know, buzzing with activity. Now more trade meant more human interaction, and people throwing caution to the wind, violating social distancing norms, hand hygiene practices, and not wearing masks. And that is what has led to the sudden surge in cases. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, this isolation and testing rules have changed multiple times, and has this contributed in any way? Well, uh, the data on the source of infection is not complete, and uh, so we are having difficulty in discerning patterns here. Uh, according to the state war room latest uh, uh, report, uh, out of forty-one thousand five eighty-one cases, twenty thousand seven eighty-six are under investigation, and four thousand six hundred seventy-six ILI cases are also under investigation. Nine hundred and two Sari cases are also under investigation. So, all these cases form a big chunk. We do not know the source of infection in all these cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also been only a week since the government has issued guidelines of home isolation of asymptomatic and mildly symptomatic COVID patients uh, below the age of 60. But we don't know as of today how many COVID patients are home isolated. If they have, then how many have violated home isolation? So uh, we have the total number of violations, yes, but uh, not how many violations have been done by COVID patients, and if at all they have resulted in any patient cluster. So, according to data from the state COVID war room, there have been over 1.52 lakh violations in the city since the beginning of the outbreak. Out of these, only 1.51 lakh have been let off with a warning, and 71 others have been sent into institutional quarantine. Now, the government, for the first time, tested 22,204 uh, samples on on Wednesday, which is a milestone. In Bangalore, 1,095 antigen tests were also conducted. Out of which 148 tested positive, but we don't have antigen test positive for the rest of the state. Okay, and uh, do you think the government had set the goals in the lockdown uh, to manage this massive increase? Uh, the health infrastructure certainly was not beefed up during the lockdown when people were indoors, uh, and uh, it's the ICU beds, beds with ventilators, beds with high flow oxygen in high dependency units, and beds with regular flow oxygen that we have a problem with now. Efforts such as the massive Bangalore International Exhibition Centre, they seem to be concentrated on asymptomatic patients rather than patients needing hospitalisation. And has this lack of preparation affected people in any way? 
certainly uh, for one as soon as the surge happened uh, the government suddenly gave orders to private hospitals uh, to reserve 50% of their beds for covid patients referred by the government alone now the hospitals did not know where to put covid patients directly approaching them because they needed at least 20% of their beds for ilin tari cases or covid suspects mm-hmm. now non covid services also took a severe hit 6 to 10% of the staff uh, health staff have been infected 30% of nurses have disappeared housekeeping staff keepers helpers they were disappeared from hospital at least this is what the hospital association tell us now this has affected non covid services and covid services like you have covered deaths of people and who had denied admission uh, to hospitals can you tell us more about that uh, so i was reporting a story on uh, free oxygen helpline cropping up in the city and how volunteer groups had gotten together to provide oxygen cylinders to covid patients and covid suspects these were people who hadn't gotten a bed in any of the hospitals i had called the wife of a 48 year old covid patient because she had taken three uh, uh four cylinders from this volunteer group and she was standing in front of this akash hospital in devanahalli she said she hadn't gotten a bed for three days the 108 uh, and 1912 helplines weren't helping her i gave her the number of tushar girina the nodal officer for bed allocation in the city and sent her a list of hospitals and contact numbers of nodal officers that the government had made public just a few days back mm-hmm. now i called her back and there was no response the next day i made a courtesy call to inquire if she got a bed and she started sobbing and to my horror she said her husband passed away the system had failed her at multiple levels in another case a man died on the road waiting for an ambulance and for 3 hours till the hearse van arrived his body lay soaking wet on the road no bbmp official shifted the body inside the house and the next day the image of the bbmp commissioner apologizing to the patient's wife with folded hands went viral the government says they have a live tracking dashboard but a doctor at st john's hospital at 3 am texted me saying do the dashboard please beds are available when they call the hospital they say it's full there was a shortage in the number of beds has the government ramped up this capacity and what about ventilators so if you log into the live bed tracking dashboard of the bbmp right now it says 6059 beds are available and 356 icu ventilators are available but now let me read out the message i got from an emergency medicine doctor at st john's hospital at 3 am past midnight he says we have a patient in the emergency right now by the name abdul rahman he needs a ventilator icu bed and as it shows in the app st john's is actually full 15 out of the 15 icu ventilator bed are full so we tried to see in the app it has it has stopped showing which hospital has what beds now so we called 1912 and a person by the name santosh says there are no beds available anywhere we told him the app says 237 icu beds are available he says his information is no icu bed so try again by 8 am or 9 am patient might not survive by then and we still at 9 am will get the same answer so this is a doctor walking on the front line saying that though beds are available on the live tracking dashboard of the bbmp when he calls the that particular hospital there are no beds and uh, what about this bangalore international exhibition center and the other makeshift places so uh, the biec became really popular uh, it was dubbed as the largest covid care center in the country with more than uh, 10000 uh, beds which is the truth mm-hmm. but what we are supposed to uh, check is whether all people who should be referred there are being sent there now one patient test positive they call 1441 which is the aptamitra helpline 
and they inform the BBMP. But even if you are, let's say, 38 years old and you're asymptomatic, the BBMP, instead of counseling you and assessing your home for home quarantine or putting you in a CCC, they tell you to go to a private hospital and get yourself admitted there. So the whole idea of home quarantine or CCC is so that the load on the hospital reduces and beds are available to patients actually needing more. Now, there are currently 17,051 active cases in Bangalore and the app shows 8,652 beds in total are reserved for COVID. You can check yourself and you can call up to Mitra and you can tell that you are somebody in the 13th and you have a positive report and have mild symptoms and ask for direction. And I don't think they give the right counseling and the right guidance to tell you whether to get hospitalized or to stay at home or, you know, see, even we heard that there were shortage of ambulances and has this situation changed at least? So, uh, as on July 6th, according to the BBMP data, there were 71 ambulances and 179 temple travelers. Now, that means 250 vehicles and, uh, the medical education minister, Dr. K. Sudhakar, in a press conference on Tuesday evening, said that the CM has asked the BBMP to add 200 additional ambulances to the existing seat. Now, we are yet to be told if they have actually made that addition to the seat. And uh, now that Bangalore has gone into, uh, the Bangalore urban and rural districts has gone into a lockdown, and, uh, you know, what is the purpose of this lockdown? What does the government plan to do in this lockdown? So, during this week-down uh, lockdown, we will have 8,154 teams on the uh, ground. They are called boot level task force teams. They will each cover 300 to 400 households and 1000 to 1500 population each team. Mm-hmm. So they will conduct door to door service to identify vulnerable people, including senior citizens, people with comorbidities, ILI, and study. And they will also check homes which qualify for home isolation in case any person needs to be isolated. So they will create awareness about reverse isolation of elderly above 60 at home. So reverse isolation is when uh, you are not COVID positive, you are not a COVID suspect, but you take precaution to isolate yourself from uh, the other family members. Uh, now these teams will consist of block level officers, linemen, watermen, BDNP officers, local volunteers, uh, officers from social organizations, elected representatives. Uh, workers from political parties. So this is what the government plans to do during this week-long uh, lockdown. Okay. And see, there's a bit, lot of confusion among people. Like, what do the rules say about getting tested and the other things associated with it? And can you tell us more about that? So the government relies heavily on testing only those who are symptomatic. Mm-hmm. They believe that the transmissibility of the virus in asymptomatic people is very low. Let's say you want to get tested, but if you do not have temperature above a certain threshold and let's say cough, then you cannot get tested. So, for example, an ILI case is someone who has acute respiratory infection. Mm-hmm. And unless this person has more than 38 degrees Celsius fever mm-hmm. and has cough, he can't be tested. So, my point is the government relies heavily on symptomatic, on, on testing individuals with symptoms who are symptomatic. And uh, my final question to you would be, how many tests has the government done till now? Right. So uh, the government has been uh, focused a lot on uh, increasing its number of ICMR uh, approved uh, testing labs, uh, both private and government. And uh, so far, cumulatively, we have tested more than 9 lakh samples, uh, 9,2026 samples to be precise. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to the ministers, uh, you know, medical colleges will be forced to test 
500 samples and uh, in, in some two to three weeks, thousand samples per uh, day. Mm-hmm. So we and and uh, antigen uh, tests. Private hospitals are also asking for antigen tests to be distributed among them. Uh, now only government fever clinics have the antigen test. So testing should be ramped up in a big way in the coming. Thank you for joining us with Deccan Health Podcast, Suraksha. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Dear listener, we know that times are tough, but do take care of yourself. The worries, anxieties, and the loss are dreaded words that none of us want. As someone has said, this too shall pass. Don't worry. Stay safe and healthy, and take care. That's all in today's episode. Tune in this evening on a news update podcast from the newsroom to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding. For latest news and updates, log on to www.deckenherald.com. Check out our e-paper at www.deckenheraldepaper.com. To read news on the go, sign up to our Telegram channel t.me/deckenheraldnews. Keep up with the news from your interested sphere by downloading the all-new Deckenherald app, in which you can personalize, have quick glance at news shots, check highlights, and even listen. too you can get it from google play store and apple app store and you can find the links to the same in the description